Hello, I'm James Kirby, Wealth Editor at The Australian. And I'm Alan Kohler, Editor-in-Chief of InvestSmart. And we are... The Money Cafe. The Money Cafe. And the Money in Cafe the lock-up. special edition in the lockup. Maybe we should just describe and to our positioned. And we are positioned, we are positioned we are. near the coffee machine, That's of right. course. The de facto cafe inside <laughs> the budget. And yep. we're surrounded by a rather large pile of unused budget papers already. They're in little, little, little show bags, and everyone comes in here, you see, listeners. They stream into this lockup for how many hours are we here? From half one to half seven. And when you come in, you get a show bag of, of the treasurer's goodies, for the bags of press releases, which you ignore, and you go straight through to the budget papers, don't you, Ellen? We do. And, uh, and we ignore all the portfolio at, statements and the rest of it. Ignore all that. Uh, you have and a look the at puffery. the speech. Have a look at the speech, baby, because just to see the, the, the particular grains of puffery as they, uh, as they so are. So when, I was, young reporter, when I was a young reporter, I was taught to read the speech first because it's summary. Mm. But I can't stand it anymore. <laughs> it's just it's so appalling. Uh, I, I mean, I get about two pages in the speech and I say, oh, God, I can't read on. Yes. I mean, maybe there was a time. In fact, when I was young, I remember the speech was kind of a summary, but now it's this... Rant. It's, it's a manifesto. It's appalling. Yeah, but so at least it's better than I'll put it to one side. To it. You can just you can just read and edit as you go. Uh, yeah, and then you go then you go to the budget papers and you look for the actual measures. That's right. The measures. The measures. And also the big the big items as to actually what happened. Uh, so why don't we start? Why don't we look at the first of all macro? Macro. The big, the big question. So, Here's the question, Alan. Very simple. Did they make a surplus this year or not? Because they could have. Because the figures were so good, weren't they? The underlying figures. Yes. They, so did they? Uh, so make this a year, you, you're talking about the financial year 2018-19. The, the one we're in year now. I am sitting in right now. That yeah, one. That yes. one. Uh, uh, and um, uh, the answer is no. It was a deficit. It is a deficit. Look, it requires another three months of forecasts. Yeah. Because it's only April, right? Yes. So we're talking the year to June, and it uh, will be. A deficit of 4.2, which is a billion dollars better than the 5.2 deficit that was forecast for the current financial year in the MyEVO statement in December. Which is, so really, only four months ago, they've picked up a billion in four months. Yeah, yeah, but it could have, as you point out, it could have been much more. Yeah. But they've been spending it. But, but, and, yes. and here you go. Um, so in the, uh, in the May last year budget, referring to the 2018-2019 financial year, which is what we're in, the deficit was going to be $14.4 billion. So it's, in, it's turned around by a bit more than $10 billion from yeah. last May. Yes, it's a very substantial turnaround. We and have so to put that on the, if you on look the record. Into the, if you look into the, and this in a sense is the main point of my, or one of the main points of my column, is that the, uh, what they call the parameter and other variations contribution to mm. the turnaround in the budget from $14.4 billion to uh, uh, $4.2 billion, uh, the parameter and other variations is $14 billion. Which is the huge. parameter and yeah. other variations is things that the government doesn't control. Yeah. That is to say... Commodity prices. Improvements in commodity yeah. prices, the economy, and so on. Yeah, but one so, thing... One so, thing, yeah. just, if I can just yeah. finish this thought, James. Yeah. So, it's a $10 billion turnaround, of which $14 billion was contributed by things the government doesn't control. Therefore, the government's things, the things the government does control contributed minus... Four billion minus four to uh, the turnaround. And uh, isn't it the case that the commodities are so good they're going to keep going up? I mean, the forecasts are that this will keep going, right? This this underlying, this underpinning buoyancy from oil well, and no, coal. But, well, yes, but forecasts are rubbish. 
I mean, who knows what the hell's going to happen? Well, who knows? But 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 the iron ore companies themselves are expecting it. I mean, yeah, they, the don't market, they don't that, know either. They don't know where it's going to go next year. Mm. None of them have. It all depends on China's economy. Mm. Maybe China's going to be really fine. Mm. Maybe China will fall into a heap. Who knows? I had a similar thing when I was looking. Like, you know, it's very important to look at last year because everyone was just kind of swirling around talking about tax cuts, tax cuts. But really. If you were here last year and you paid attention to the long-distance plan on t- tax cuts, most of them are in there. Most of them. Uh, the, only real, the only real substantial tax cut, by that I mean you used to pay a certain percentage and now you're going to pay less, is coming down the line quite some way away. It's 224. And the big difference is last year they, they, they basically pasted out these tax cuts that want to roll out to 224. And in the end, most people would pay uh, something in the order of, of, of 32.5%. And if you're making up to 200,000 by 2024, uh, it was 32.5%. And what they've done is they've accelerated that cut and they've brought it down to 30. So the, the, you know, in 2024? Yeah. So if you really boil it down, uh, for high, the highest income earners... Oh, James, it's that's... It's a promise that's of, the lo- never, of never. better things that to come. That is the never-never. It's a fair bit away. That's right. Goodness me. So if you're waiting for that 30% uh, tax rate, which would be, you know, basically, as the speech said, uh, that by, by that time, he says, the treasurer said, there, that all taxpayers earning between 45 and 200,000 um, will be on that rate, 30 cents in the dollar. And that's see my 94%. Eyes. See, see my eyes, James? Yeah, they're rolling. James, see, see, look look at my eyes. They're glazed over. <laughs> My eyes are glazed over. Well, did you see anything else? Uh, I said, so I suppose so, uh, what we're so saying I, is there was a lot that you could have guessed here. Not much creativity. One huge, big personal tax cut plan, much of which we already know. What exactly. Is what is this, sir? Well, um, uh, my eyes fell upon this number of uh, 2.66 billion in 2022-23. Decisions taken but not yet announced. <laughs> Which I thought, that's a large number, 2.66 billion. Suddenly it there is, it is. And large, uh, large, so large I went to the number. Treasury yeah. desks, to the, you know, the people. The and they Treasury said, per- it's not yet announced. Exactly. I said, I said, what is that? And they said, oh, we can't tell you. It's not yet announced. It's goodies for the future. So, mm. so I'm reading this budget and thinking, there's nothing in this. What's going on? You know, it's supposed to be a pre-election budget. And then I thought, of course. The thing is that it is the pre-election budget. It's the beginning of the election campaign. They're not going to put everything into this, into their announcements at the start of the campaign. They've got five weeks of campaigning to go. So they've got two they billion to more to drop. Out. They've got two billion more to drop. Is that, is that, is that the suggestion? Well, it's, it's 3.2. There's, there's $3.2 billion worth in total of, of decisions taken but not uh, yet announced. So there's $3.2 million so giveaways, giveaways, perhaps, I'm lined presuming... Up. Yeah. That these things will be dribbled out over the next five weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Actually, because when you look at it, you know, the biggest item, the biggest single item is there's a billion dollars. There is the only thing they're doing, the only thing I can see they're doing of any significant fashion to uh, raise money rather than spend money is uh, yet another, what, what's the old cliche? Sweeping tax Clamp down from the tax office. The old crackdown. The old sweeping crackdown. Has to be sweeping, Alan. And uh, it's going to cost a billion dollars. But here's the thing they say it's going to raise 3.6. So for every dollar they spend, they're going to get 3.6 in. And it's a crackdown on, don't you know, big companies, multinationals, and those 
those um, well, I reckon mythical figures, high net worth individuals. Exactly. No, I reckon that's a splendid ROI, return on investment. Billion dollars for 3.6. Any company in the country Who wouldn't take would it? just invest, invest that money. What investor, wouldn't, what investor what a, wouldn't take it? What 3. a payback. Bagger. I know. From the ATO. In fact, I don't know how long the ATO can keep promising that they can bring in, in those fact, sort of returns. Invest $2 billion and make $7.2 billion, for God's sake. Now, the law of diminishing returns. I think we've already well passed the law in, of diminishing even returns. Even to the tax office. We've, we've done the law of diminishing returns, and I reckon. Uh, I mean, imagine this they're going to spend a billion dollars, right? On, on, um, on, chasing, on chasing people. On fresh faced uh, tax office recruits, inspectors. They're going, to, going to, they're going to show up in the, the uh, foyers of all the tax accountants and lawyers demanding access to the books. Yeah. And they've just been hired, right? They've got no idea what they're doing. <laughs> and they're going to go through the books looking for um, uh, tax avoiders. And, and they've told the government they're going to raise uh, $3.6 so they've got to do it. Yeah, I was looking. And, and that is the biggest revenue measure. As you say. Yeah, it's the biggest revenue measure. It's amazing. It is. It's not very creative. In fact, it, and it's not even a new one. It's an extension. It's an extension of a plan that's already there, folks, because they spent about $600 million on the original plan uh, by so in 2016. And, and the thing is, the difference between the speech, you know, you read the speech and it's full of, you know, we're doing this, we're doing, you know, we're cutting taxes colossally and we're going to spend vast amounts of money on infrastructure. Then you go into the, you go into the, um, the measures, the actual dollars. Mm. Uh, so the tax cuts for hardworking Australians will cost $750 million in 2019-20 and in 21-22 actually produce savings. Yes. Right? right. It's, it's a 250 million plus number, not minus, it's plus. <laughs> and then, and then the, the small business measures, the instant tax write-offs for small business, budgeted, budgeted so he, he's magnanimous. He's gonna, this is, we're all about small business. 200 million in 2019-20, 500 million in 2020-21, and then it starts being plus again. So, so it's, the more it's, he gives uh, away, the more he makes for us. Is so that, is now that, in, is in, uh, in, in 2021-22 <laughs> and 22-23, it's plus numbers. Yes. So they're, they're, they're harvesting money. They're not giving it away. They're harvesting money. Those, for, for, for goodness sake. Well, it's, it's, this is the thing. You've got to and, kind of keep your wits about you with, all these, of the money, with these budget measures, don't and you? And the money for congestion and road safety and all that stuff is back-ended. Yeah. So it's all at the, you know, in three years' time yeah. when... They're going to be long out of office. Oh, you have to be so careful with I that. Mean, uh, you have to be so careful. First of all, when, is it, when does it kick in? Like I'm talking about the tax cut, for instance. It's 2024. And also, one thing I do like about these budget papers is if you come every year, you do kind of master them and you, and you get to see what does it really mean. Like, for instance, I hope there isn't a big hullabaloo tomorrow about the new superannuation consumer advocate who sounds so good. And they're bringing that in, and the government's going to do this, and it's going to, it's going to support the establishment of a, of a consumer advocate who would provide input on behalf of consumers. You know, and policy discussion sounds great. And it's, uh, this, is, uh, this is a process to identify and support us. And then I look, and I say, well, how much does it cost? And it says the government will provide 0.1 million for this, which is 100,000 $100,000. Which gets you absolutely... You know what it'll get you? It's two graduates. I, I can, it will get you a consultant <laughs> for about five days. So the superannuation consumer advocate, should it be all over the papers tomorrow, please don't take it too seriously. Yes, anything else? 
Uh, this is the nature of this beast, 219, 220 budget papers. I really look after that. There are some interesting things, but they're quite selective and specific on super. There's some improvements, the work test rules. The 65 and 66-year-olds get exempted, but that's all. It's very targeted. It's targeted at the same people who are going nuts about ALP's franking plans. So, they, so they're giving them something. They have found something to give the retiree brigade. And it's a little concession on yeah, but the, the retiree tests. brigade is going to vote for them anyway. Well, the they don't retiree have to brigade, they absolutely do not have to give them a dollar. Well, that's why they didn't announce the thing for because they're, they're so they're mad bounce, at the Labour Party. Well, it's all about what they're not doing, I suppose. You know, the Lib- the coalition are not changing negative gearing. They're not changing capital gains tax. They're not changing franking credit. So it's so it's like by implication, they're leaving that stuff alone. Yeah, that's right. They, what they're going to do is they're going to go after the rich. They're very rich. The They're high net worth. The high net worth. Right. I did like the. I, li- I did like the tracking of superannuation liabilities. I mean, they really have to knuckle down on that. And unpaid super is a terrible. It's a terrible disgrace. It should never happen, uh, but uh, it still happens, and the systems will still allow it to happen. But they are, they are moving in with a specific measure on that one, uh, to try and to try and clamp down on on people with superannuation, our companies with superannuation liabilities. Yeah, and uh, being honest to our audience. We're running out of measures because yep. nature of the beast, folks. That's really what's in it. Yep. Got anything else? No, no, nothing else. No. I think it's time to hit the pub. It's time to hit the pub. We've no questions. If only we had. However, don't forget, we will be back with the non-budget, but budget-overshadowed budget well. Money Cafe on Thursday. Send in your questions. If you've got questions, we should be able to answer them because we still have these documents. We'll have the the budget papers in front of us. We'll answer all of your questions. We will. Um, And uh, we won't revise our opinions. That's right. Will we? No, independent thinking. There you go. Thank you, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this special edition of the Budget Budget Day Money Cafe. Until Thursday, I'm James Kirby, Wealth Editor at The Australian. And I'm Alan Kohler, Editor-in-Chief of InvestSmart. doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winter? <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from.